right? We want to feel like we're moving forward, right? Naturally as humans, we want to just feel like we're moving forward and moving forward could mean moving in almost three different directions at the same time. And moving this one along a little bit and then this one along and then finding which path is the most enjoyable, I guess. But yeah, you want to feel like you're moving forward and you're not stuck. Hello, you are listening to the Late Bloomer Living Podcast and I'm Yvonne Marchese, your host. This week, we're doing something a little different. Up to now, I've been speaking with people who have already undergone a significant midlife transformation and we've looked back on their journey with the benefit of hindsight. This week, I'm talking to Karen Elders, who is right in the middle of opening her own business, Launch Career Strategies. Um, So this is the thing, after years of balancing her career with being a mom, her kids are now older, and she found herself looking for a new challenge. I am so excited that she was generous and brave enough to talk to me while she's smack in the middle of her process. You know, usually we hear about people's success stories after the fact, and I think that while it's hugely inspiring to hear successful people recount their journey and share their insights gained from that journey, I think we also need to hear what it's like for other people who, like us, are sorting through their process in the here and now. Because in the end, it's all about the journey and who we might become when we pursue a dream. Let's go. Hey, Karen. Hey, Yvonne. How are you? I am doing good. Thank you so much for doing this with me today. For talking. I'm excited. excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited too. So, I know you through our, our good friend, Julie Coyne. Yeah. Amazingness that she is. Um, and uh, I'm excited to talk to you because I know you're in the middle of um, changing things up with your career and uh, wanted to talk to you about what kind of what, where that started what the germ of the change was for you and, um, and what the process has been like, uh, you know, what, what are you learning along the way? So those right. are, that's kind of the idea. What I a lot, about. <laughs> a lot, right. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your career before today. Okay. So I, um, worked in advertising and media selling advertising particularly um, and also event marketing for about 10 years, 10, 12 years. And, you know, agency side, ad sales, mm-hmm. um, event marketing. And then I took a break for kids. So when I, after I had my first child, when she was about one, I took a break from working. And then I had two more children over the course of a number of years. My kids are pretty spread apart, actually. But Mm-hmm. You know, to be honest, there was uh, when there when the recession hit. I guess around two thousand eight, but but a little bit before that, actually, um, I just felt like there was something inside of me saying I, I'm missing working mm. and feeling challenged every day. And um, you know, financially, it would be nice to for our family and for me. I think to have that you know, there's something about having, making your own money and yeah. having that, indep- not independence, but feeling of, uh, you know, part of the, more part of the team, I guess. Yeah. So um, not that staying home anyway. 
Um, yeah, so, I know, right? It's like you can't win in a way. Yeah. What do you say? But yeah. but you know what's right for you, right? Yes, and and, and so I it was, think that's the the main thing is knowing what's right for you is is needing to needing to go back to work and right do that. Yeah. And what does that look like? And how do I, you know, balance the two? And I think that's a big point is for people to feel like, oh, I need to go back to work. Well, is that 40 hours a week commuting to the city? Is that working five to 10 hours locally mm -hmm. or something in between? So um, I got lucky in that um, a friend had um, been offered an opportunity with an executive search firm locally, and she couldn't do it because she had something else she was going to do. And she said, would you like to do it? I think you'd be great at it. So it was just one of those things that came to me. Mm -hmm. And so from there, I ended up working for this executive search firm, starting out about 10 hours a week. And then I worked there for 11 years. Wow. And, um, just had a fabulous experience learning executive recruiting, but we were recruiting in advertising media sales. So it oh, was- Okay. So it was in your old industry. You were really familiar with that. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. my husband works in that industry. So- it, it provided a lot of things. It provided what I was looking for. It was manageable. Um, it was basically a base salary plus commission. So it was, I could make it whatever I wanted to make it, mm -hmm. how much I could put into it. Um, that could change weeks or different times of the you know, year that my kids were less busy or busy. Um, and it, it offered a really cool opportunity for me to have, professional conversation with my husband. Yeah. Yeah. So that Something was cool. to talk about besides the kids, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so yeah. he was a great sounding board for me as I was ramping up in a business that quite honestly, over the, I don't know, about eight to 10 years that I was out of not working, I, the advertising industry went digital. I mean, it, it completely changed. Yeah. So it was a very cool learning on a lot of levels, but also it was neat to have him as my sounding board and, um, and that. So anyway, so I did that. And then um, about a year and a half ago, I decided I was ready for a change. And I didn't know what it was, but I liked what I was doing. And I, I, over the course of time, took a little time off because my husband actually had an opportunity where he had a severance package because his company was being purchased. So he had a little bit of time off. And so we took that, you know, six to 12 months and neither of us were working, which was completely wow. unique. Wow. Yeah. Oh my yes. gosh. Dream. Dream. It was right? a dream. It yeah. was a dream. Um, and then, yeah. and then, but then that can be tricky. I have a friend whose husband also took a package and then they had this, they had this crazy year of like, being unsettled kind of, I mean, it, there were extenuating circumstances that I won't go into right now, but right. it ended up being its own challenge to be home together. You know, you know we didn't have any, I've heard that happen a lot. And we yeah. were, we did, we were fine. It, it definitely, because then he had to take a little time to not do anything, but then he had to start looking for a new job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the clock is ticking. And so, you know, there's a finish line to this. And what if we get past that point and there's no job or, you know, and I'm now out, I've stopped working. What, maybe that was a big mistake. So there's a, there's definitely in the background, there's this feeling of uncertainty and fear, but it worked out and he got another job and um, 
And I decided I really did enjoy, not that I didn't think I did, but I took, I looked pretty closely to what I was doing in recruiting and said, you know, I loved, what did I love about it? And I loved working with the younger candidates, the ones that were, I mean, we didn't really place entry level. It was usually someone at least four or five years into their career, mm-hmm. usually a little more than that, actually. So call it 28 and up. And, and we would do, you know, VPs level as well. But, um, but I loved working with that sort of younger end of that and that they're just starting out and learning and, you know, just figuring out where they're going to go with their career. And so I like that. Yeah, there's definite uh, energy to that, right? Great energy and just um, also paired with, I have two daughters in college and seeing that, you know, the career centers, I think do an okay job, but I feel like a lot of these kids exit college and, or get to the point of starting to look for internships and exit college and they're just not fully prepared for the actual process of a job search. Mm-hmm. So putting those things together um, and just the whole 20 to 30 year old life, all the starts and all the firsts that happen in that yeah. particular time frame. Uh-huh. Um, your first job, your first apartment, maybe you buy a car, maybe you're starting to have your first, you know, your bank, real, real banking. Um, maybe you're getting married. I don't know. Right. So um, anyway, that time period. And so I decided to take two courses. One is certified in career, uh, career coaching and the other was sort of a resume certification. But so I did that and, um, you know, kind of, and now where I am, which is, launching this career coaching business, but I sort of hope for it to be more than that. And, and so that's where I'm kind of growing it to be a real resource for, for that age group, maybe more than just career. Interesting. Okay. So resource, tell me more about that. What kind of did, do you know, or are you able to express that yet? I I'm kind of just germinating the ideas, but I think that um, the finance piece and and um, learning how to manage a budget and pay back maybe mm-hmm. student loans and all of that. I mean, you have to have a job first mm-hmm. to accomplish those things. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's a content piece. It's articles and maybe yeah, podcasts are pointing great. them towards it's so holistic. It's, yeah, yeah. Trying to get that part of their life, that foundation um, of you know getting a job that's a, a good match for them mm-hmm. and also setting up their finances and saving. And I'm not a financial guru, so this is a little out of my league, but just, I think a lot of it is just being organized and just, it's almost like the for dummies concept, mm-hmm. right? Just doing the homework and laying it out in a way that's simple and understandable. Cause I think the big thing is taking the parents not out of it, but giving them resources to try to be independent and learn it and own it on their own and not mm. just being told, which of course my kids would probably love to hear me say. Right. And, <laughs> and, and true. And two, you know, some kids are going to have parents who are really, who really shine in those areas. And some kids are not Their Their, their parents may have struggled 
Yep. You know, a lot and, don't. And I think we assume, especially in the area we live in everything, you know, but it's, there's a lot of variation. So yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that sounds great. So we'll um, see. So when you backing up a little bit to when you decided to take time off to be with your husband, um, did you at that point think that you were going to go back into something when he did? Or were you thinking, mm, I just need a hard stop right now to reevaluate and figure out what's next for me? Um, I guess both. I mean, I, I, I knew I was going to go back to something. And I think, mm -hmm. I think that's the hard piece and sort of, of your, the theme of these conversations is, you know, people, I had already been doing something. I think it's hard if you, you, you know, when you haven't, when I first went back to work after the first break, it's like, what do I do? Mm -hmm. Do I go back to the exact same thing? Well, I don't know if I can do that anymore. I, I don't have the contacts, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, you know, actually, I, I was just realizing too, you mentioned that it was um, around 2008. Mm -hmm. So that you went back. I find that interesting because that was also a, a massive pivot point for me. Hmm. Um, I had, uh, I had also been, well, I started off as an actress and then when I had kids, I realized I was very done with the theater and the right. acting business and the whole, the whole process of, of what that life was. I, I was, I was ready to, to be shed of it, but it was all I had ever wanted to do. And I didn't have anything in mind to replace that with. Hmm. So, and very limited skills for doing anything that would bring in a decent income. You know, um, I had admin skills and customer service skills and that was about it. So nothing that was literally, that was interesting to me, I, you know. Right, and, uh, so, but you don't know what you don't know, you know, so. Right, mm -hmm. and I worked from home part-time for a few years and literally just worked when the, like doing VA type stuff for lack of a better, you know, for lack of going into too much detail. But um, again, it wasn't work I loved, but it was a little something to help pay the bills. And then when my second son got to about a year old, I couldn't balance working when they were napping. It just schedule wise wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And we realized I, I really needed to go back to work full time at that point. Um, so yep. that was right before we, right before we went into the recession. And so I got a job in nurse recruiting, actually, very funny. Oh, so, wow. so it was like an executive search thing only for travel nurses. Uh, interesting thing. So I did that. I got a promotion. So I was there about four months. And then right around Halloween, I think, is, is when everything kind of went. Yes. And, um, and they laid me off. And I came home and I was like, oh, man what am I going to be when I grow up? I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And John, um, I feel like I tell this story over and over, but he was like, just, uh, you know, go to sleep on, sleep on it. It's going to be okay. And that's when literally overnight, I, I woke up in the morning and told John photography, uh, I want to try photography. <laughs> Had you done it at all? That's so interesting. <laughs> no. no, really? No. I, I love I mean, that. 
I had a little point and shoot camera that I would do my best to take good pictures with. And I was always frustrated because nothing ever looked like I wanted it to look. And I didn't know what I was doing and I didn't have a decent camera and it was just very frustrating. And I didn't realize that I wanted, I, I, I had no thoughts of doing it as a career at all. That's uh, fantastic. I love hilarious. that. Yeah. So bless him. Um, he let, we, I bought my first real camera and I enrolled in this study from home program to learn how to do business, you know, professional photography. And it took me three years to get through that program. And I, and a six month job search in the middle of that, trying to get back to some sort of income. And then I just carried my camera around literally everywhere with me in a really big purse and just kept trying to get better and better and better. And then I started doing side gigs and but it was that 2008 time that, you know, it was a massive, I think for a lot of people, perhaps mm -hmm. it was that kind of a seismic shift where, you, you know, you, you kind of have to dig deep when big things like that happen. Um, in, and like now. I was going to say, here we and, are again. Yeah. And, and maybe even more so. Like this is a massive reset. And I wonder how many people are really questioning what they were doing before and where they want to go next. I, I, absolutely. I've heard it. I've heard enough friends of mine saying yeah. that and, and a number of people who, who haven't worked in 10, 15 years because of children in particular, mm -hmm. moms that are for a variety of reasons saying, um, you know, a lot of it is financial maybe, but it's mm -hmm. just, just re people rethinking things and, and how they spend their time and yeah, enjoying being with their families. And it's a yeah. lot of different angles to it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What, what did you feel like going into this change, this more current change that you're in, where did you feel like you had the most growth to go through? Like as you started shifting over from being an employee, right? Of a, you know, and doing, being part of an existing system to now creating your own thing. Did you feel, do you feel like you had to have um, habit shifts, uh, new habits that you had to, incorporate or find out what, what have you, what have you figured out about yourself since you just, since you started down this path? Well, I think we've talked about it the whole, um, sometimes it's better done than perfect. Uh -huh. And I think letting go and just, because there is a, an, um, administrative side to running your own business that, um, and I do have a partner now, the woman I used to work for anyway, is going to partner with me, but okay. she's still doing her other business. So it, I, I've been doing most of the administrative and, um, prep work for the coaching business, but you know, it's, uh, there's a lot of, I don't know how to do that. Mm -hmm. And how do I learn how to do that? And um, am I learning it the right way? Am I wasting my time? And then moments of, should I be, is this, what am I, you know, should someone, should someone else be doing this? Like this part of it or just, right. um, God, there's so many different 
things is, that attach to that, but just, you know, oh, I didn't think, how am I going to run invoicing, billing? Mm. You know, how will I do this? I mean, a lot of things are so much easier now. Um, there's a lot of services out there. Now there's a lot there. of services. You don't have to yeah. pay a lot of money for them. So there's things, just things like that, I think have been a challenge. Um, and just trying to make sure that, you know, am I offering, is it going to be valuable when I'm offering? Mm, yeah. How am I going to make it unique? Yeah. I love that you're thinking about that. I mean, that's, that's huge. I think, I think that's the, if you, if that, I think if anybody is providing a service for people, if they can first think about really question, like, mm -hmm. is what I'm doing going to give value? I right. think that you can't help but get yourself there. And I think it's going to, and I think, you know, clearly it's hard to have a conversation right now without this coming into it is, you know, some of the plans that we had in place for in-person, you know, we have a whole career boot camp. Mm -hmm. workshop that we've been working on for months, putting together materials and, and everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was hopefully going to be in person around June when a lot of these college kids came home. Well, they're home, <laughs> they're all home, but it's a matter of how to deliver that virtually right. mm -hmm. or do we record it? Do we, there's a lot of questions there. So, um, so it's, it's always a learning, but this added another element of, of learning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It, it's crazy. Crazy. This, this whole thing just throws a <laughs> massive monkey wrench <laughs> into, into plans. It does. Where do we it, go from here? Right. But it's also allowed for free time to, you know, I don't have as much, you know, I'm not running kids or, you know, there isn't as much going on either. Yeah. So I have to say this, space. this whole hard stop since I can't do photography right now has given me the opportunity to step into late bloomer living is like, okay, this is my moment. Yep. This, this is where I can, you know, I've been wanting to do this for two years and you know, Oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have right. time. That, that little loop in my head, you know, along with some others. Um, and now it's like, okay, wow. I have some time. Yeah, a door opens, a door closes. Uh, a door closes, a door opens. So exactly. I think uh, it's good to notice when those doors open and yeah, go through them. Give yeah. it a try. What? So now I know you're still early into the process, but what do you wish you'd known when you started stepping into this? Ooh, um, I don't know if I'm at the point of being able to answer that yet. I guess it's Too just it's that things take longer than mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I think that, oh, I can accomplish this, this, and this. And, you know, I'm doing a lot of the marketing prep, um, materials, social media setup, things like that. And just how long things take to get done when you're right. learning them yourself. And yeah. um, I, I guess, I guess that's the one piece is just how long things take. You can't just do things overnight and trying to go back to it's better done than perfect. Right. Um, you know? Yeah. There's, um, I mean, that is one of my favorite quotes that I use these days. And along with, uh, 
this one really helps me. It's attributed to to Teddy Roosevelt, but it, the the quote actually came. He said it, but it was a quote from somebody else, and I can't I can't remember who right now. But it's like, um, do what you can where you are with what you have. Yes, I love that quote. And when I can remind myself of that, I can move through the overwhelm of, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? Oh, and another one, when I was, one of the last jobs I was working at would get just off the hook, crazy, insane, busy. And I'd get to the point where I felt like my head was going to pop off my body, you know? Yeah. one of my coworkers was great, great sense of humor. And he'd, he'd turn around to me and he'd, he'd see that I was in that zone. And he'd be like, Yvonne, how do you eat an elephant? And I'm like, what? And he's like, one bite at a time. <laughs> that's, that's so good. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just going to do a little shout out to Eric right now. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? Okay. So I have one that I, um, I had a fortune cookie one time and I opened it up. This is a number of years ago. Uh-huh. And the fortune was begin. The rest is easy. Uh, oh and I've actually um, tried to incorporate it into, I want to incorporate it into sort of our, our brand or our yeah, theme is that yeah. because we all get stuck on just starting. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the biggest thing is just, you know, just, just start somewhere. Yeah. And it comes down to everything. I mean, that is, that really is the key. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, I listen a lot to Mel Robbins and uh, she's got that five second rule. I don't know if you yes. have uh, heard her and quite literally part, part of my transformation over the last couple of years came from, from her book and deciding to get my butt out of bed in the morning without hitting the snooze button, yep. just putting the feet on the floor and getting up and exercising. And, you know, and it really is just begin because once I get started, then I'm like, oh my gosh, this, yeah, I really needed to do this. And then well, I, and before and I just, know what I'm done. And, and I think it's also a friend said to me years ago, and I always think about this and I don't always do it, but I try to remember uh-huh. that right before you get out of bed or right after you sometime right away when you're awake is to say to yourself, what kind of day do I want to have today? Mm, You know, is it, and it's easy to say, well, of course you always want to have a good day, but am I going to be productive? Am I going to connect with people today? Mm. Um, Maybe there's that person I keep meaning to text or call, or I'm going to have a calm day. And it may not end up to be right. What you setting your intention for the day would exactly give you like a fight and chance at it, right? It's just or setting a theme. To, you're right, an intention yeah. for the day. And I think, as much as I can, I try to do that. And I feel like it also takes you off the hook sometimes to say, you know what, today's just going to be. I might not accomplish a lot today. I'm going to let it be. Um, I'm going to take it as it goes and, and I'm going to do my to-dos. I'm going to do my things I have to do, but it just sort of sets the tone and the theme. And I feel like that's um, kind of goes nicely with the begin. The rest is easy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Recognizing when you need to take a step back and give yourself a little grace. Yep. Uh, right. Yep. Yeah. Huge. 
because I am one to grind and grind and grind. And Absolutely. <laughs> well, and that's the reality of if you are going to be a start a company or start a business or make a shift, it's hard to just be, and you have to recognize the difference. Like if you really want to do something, it takes a lot of time and effort. It just does. Mm -hmm. And grit. And if yeah. you're, if you're just sort of kind of interested and not sure, it'll, you'll probably put that much in effort into it. And so don't be frustrated, at, you know, a month after that, at, at that month point, you'll say, well, I didn't accomplish anything with that. Well, I, you didn't, how much did you really want to do it? So mm -hmm. I think that's part of when people are making these changes is just don't, don't make the change or when you, when you know you're really excited about an idea, you'll put the effort in without even caring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's hard to find out what that is, you know, mm -hmm. where that moment is. It was another uh, little Mel Robbins nugget that I took. Cause I, you know, I, I'm doing the photography. I love it. I love it, but I know there's something more there for me. And I, mm -hmm. and I was having a hard time putting my finger on it. And, uh, one of the things she talks about is when, you know, I think it's the, I think she talked about it as kind of the, the myth of, you know, passion, like if, if you don't know what you're passionate about, then a good clue for people could be to notice when you're jealous mm -hmm. of somebody or something, a little bit of envy, like not as a bad thing, yep. but as a clue to yourself that that may be something you want. You That's know? an interesting way to look at it. Yeah. 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 I was like, wow, that, that, that was a mind blowing one for me. And really got me to thinking about, oh, yeah, I, I kind of want to do what she's doing, you know, well, in a way, I, not exactly like it, but, you know. It, it's interesting because when we are, when I was in recruiting and even now when I'm coaching people and there's, a, there's different schools of thought on this that, you know, someone will, I've met with many candidates and they'll say, um, I love music. I'm passionate about music. It's just, you know, really something I, I love and gets me excited. I'd love to work in the music industry. So I'd like to get a job at Pandora or Spotify, or let's say they're in media, for example, mm -hmm. when I was recruiting and they were focused on that kind of company. And you know, I don't, I don't think you have to have your passion be your everyday job. Now, this mm -hmm. is speaking to, this is one way to look at that, that you can still have your passion and not work in it every day as far as, you know, your, your job. So I think it's awesome to think that you could have your passion and your career line up. Mm -hmm. But I think I mostly would say that to people because I didn't want them to limit themselves and they're talented and they could sell media for a totally different brand or something that has nothing to do with music mm -hmm. and, and still have their music passion. 
Right. You know, so it's interesting you bring that up because I think that you can watch a million inspirational speakers and a lot of them will say, discover your passion, you know, college uh, commencement speeches, follow your passion, follow your passion. And a lot of people will say to me as a career coach, I, I don't know what my passion is. Right. I like to garden and I like to listen to music. I love to listen to music, but I don't. So people, it scares people. I think sometimes to think they're not sure like what's wrong with me. A lot of weight. I think it puts a lot of weight on it that doesn't maybe need to be there. Like when I started looking at, well, what am I passionate about? Cause it used to just all be about, I, I, you know, I want to do theater. I want to, you know, mm -hmm. and then, you know, the photography took over and saved me because all of a sudden I had an outlet and I realized it's really storytelling. So yes. it's not so much that I needed to be in a play on stage. It's, it's that I love stories. I love to read. I'm a, I'm a podcast junkie. I, I soak in stories. I mean, I'm constantly, you know, and, and, you know, I know the term lifelong learner, it all it sounds so cheesy, but that's, that's what I am. And, and yep. I, you know, and there's story everywhere and it, that jacks me up, you know, that gets me excited. So I think if you can find what that, what element of what you're doing, there's, there's always a possibility of incorporating your passion into any number of things, right? any number of outlets. Um, you just have to kind of go deep to figure out, you know, which aspects of this do I like and which aspects of that thing do I like? Exactly. Because Where, you could get a job in that passionate industry and maybe it's the culture or the people or the actual job that you don't like, mm -hmm. or you could, as you, you, you nailed it, just you like the storytelling. Storytelling can apply to a million different types of careers or um professions so yeah I don't know, it's interesting because there's definitely two different schools on that and i sort of lean towards the side of don't get stuck on something being your absolute passion that you follow because yeah. maybe you have multiple passions or um i don't know Back and to maybe, be, begin, the rest yeah, is easy. Some of it too, one of the things that, that I, I just go back to Mel Robbins all the time. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but um, she talks about like, maybe you don't like do a hard stop and, and go full into something that you think you, oh, you, you know, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go do this thing now. No, maybe take a class in it, read right. about it, like check it out see if you know see if you want to go further down that path and it doesn't and maybe it doesn't have to be career maybe it is literally just having a passion project that's a side thing that, exactly that that goes with your day-to-day -day life you know exactly and it could grow to be more mm -hmm. um, but that's part of the research and prep phase you you taking the class and you're learning you're getting more information to you know, data points to make a decision, an informed decision versus just off the cuff, you know, making a decision to yeah. throw all your eggs in one basket, which, exactly. you know, anyway, baby there's steps, baby steps. steps. Yep. 
I think, I think too, um, it's a lot about, I don't know why I just, I feel like I've just did a hard left turn, but it's about celebrating your wins, taking, like, I think too often we don't, we don't acknowledge those baby steps right? as wins, like just getting out of bed in the morning to go and, and exercise or just, you know, take taking that first step and maybe, yeah, like you said, you feel things take longer than you think. And, or you did, you went down a road and you feel like, Oh, that, that did nothing. Where did I go with that? What a waste of time. Right. We want to feel like we're moving forward. Right. right? Naturally as humans, we want to just feel like we're moving forward and moving forward could mean moving in almost three different directions at the same time mm-hmm. and moving this one along a little bit and then this one along and then finding which path is the most enjoyable, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, you want to feel like you're moving forward and you're not stuck. Yeah. There are some days where I just feel like, okay, well, that was just a discovery day. <laughs> Maybe I didn't get done what I wanted to do or make the progress I thought I was going to make today, but I, I learned how not to do that and how that doesn't work, <laughs> you know? Um, well, and you sound like me. I, I hold on to things. And so that's also the, the lesson is to let go and yeah. move on to the next day and yeah. try again. and. Um, you know, it's, it's hard, but it's, uh, it's, it's like when, um, I was helping someone recently with, you know, how did it, you know, everyone talks about the career process of what do you do when you get rejected? You know, when they say, you know what, go down a whole path and you don't get the job, you know, how do you, how do you handle that? Mm -hmm. Uh, well, how you handle it, I think really keeps you moving forward and keeps doors open for the future because you never know. Yeah. That person that was going to hire you. Um, I mean, unless obviously they really disliked you personally, um, you know, the next thing you know, they've been let go from their job and they've moved to XYZ company and they remember you, but just, you know, how you handle things with the grace and just good mm-hmm. manners and simple things mm-hmm. like that um, yeah. makes you feel better than, you know, it's okay to be angry too a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, there's a certain, you know, it's good to give yourself time to lick your wounds maybe mm-hmm. um, and feel what you feel. Yeah. Um, just got to remember not to stay there too long. Right. Right. Yeah. That's the hard part, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I, you know, I was going to ask you advice for someone who's feeling stuck. I kind of think, I kind of feel like we covered that. Um, well, I think that's the back to the, it reminds me of the, the fortune cookie again, which I keep bringing, bringing up, but I think that's something that, you know, it's not always this clear light bulb that pops on. Um, I mean, there was a process for you to wake up and say photography, you know, I'm sure you're simplifying it. You know, it was probably a, you went through your head probably a number of times before you really said I think I really want to try that. You know, I think so, you know, it's um, it kind of is like the informational interview, you know, just talk to people, your friends and mm. anyone that you know, um, that you can say, you know, wh- 
what do you, what do you do in your, you know, what, ask people about what they do, ask them about their passions, tell them about yours and just try to have conversations to just sort of get more data and reflect back, say, what, what, what do you see in me? Sometimes you don't see stuff, mm. things about yourself that someone else will say, I mean, Yvonne, you should go into photography. You, who knows why they might see that before mm-hmm. you did, but um, it just might spark an idea that you didn't think of, I guess, beforehand. So I, I think that, call it networking, but uh, trying to not sit in a bubble and figure it out by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can all go in rabbit holes on the computer too, but um, phone calls, maybe not in person yeah. right this minute with the- yep. I have to say for right now in this time that this weirdo time that we're in, one of the things that's been saving me is that I am, you know, you talk about networking. I am in a, in a, a net, a paid network that I do. Um, but I've been really diving in now to, to, to getting into the opportunities that are there to, to do this thing they call the Monday huddle. And it's been amazing. I've only done it a couple of times, but both I've been like, wow, that is, it's such a change on how I felt going in and how I felt coming out of that conversation. It was only 15, 30 minutes of people checking in and saying, hey, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm struggling with this week. This is what, and just yeah. talking to people and bouncing ideas and, ha- and saying, I'm struggling with this and somebody else saying, oh yeah, you know, maybe you could try blah, blah, blah. It's so exactly amazing to tap yeah. into that. So, you know, for anybody who's feeling stuck right now, see what you can find out there. There's, and there's so many free resources right now because people- So are many free resources and, and so many just in your own personal network of people that you can tap into. And, you know, for people that are going to be laid off and furloughed and feeling stuck about what they're going to do next, or just people who haven't been working, all the, the, whether it's going back to work or it's just, I want to change, you know, whatever the the prompt is, it's like, that's, I think the first thing to do is just, and get organized about it, you know, write it down, make a list. Mm-hmm. Like, God, these people in my life are really creative or these are really um, business, whatever the categories are, you know, maybe write it down on a piece of paper or a that's a great idea. You know, so it's, you can kind of look at it and say to yourself, um, and just, you know, there's always sort of your own, I encourage, especially younger people to have their own personal board of directors where it's, it's people that they can, and it could be one person, two people, five, you don't need too many, but people that you can depend on to pick up the phone or shoot a text to and say, can I have 10 minutes today? I'm thinking about this idea. And I'd love your opinion. Just people that you respect and somehow they usually- the idea of having a board of directors. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Sort of a list of advisors, people that buy in. And and it's good for you to be one and give back. So maybe as, you know, you get on in your career, uh, you know, there's a lot of models like that out there where, you know, it's a mentor program. It's just the same idea, but just trying to think of who in your life- Yeah, don't underestimate yourself. And yeah. what you have to contribute. I think that's where I get hung up is I'm like, who am I? But we all have some 
some area where we are are good at something yep. maybe without even having to think about it yes and we don't even realize that we have like a superpower that yep. other people struggle with you know um it's a really interesting i love that idea giving back man that is that is a huge thing um well so what's coming up for you like really next like you've got you've got your website up yep right so yep. real quick go ahead and give us your website and i'm going to put it in the show notes for everybody okay so it's launchcareerstrategies.com okay and um the next steps are uh really you know actually announcing the website through um social media and through our network of connections on linkedin um, and so that probably in the next couple of weeks, I'm thinking we're going to do that and just formally announce it. And, um, uh, you know, I'm hoping to have a couple of maybe some free zoom webinar gatherings with some young people, um, twenties age and, and talk about anything to do with careers. Really, we're, we can cover anything, but such um, a great idea, such a great idea to do that. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stress right now, you know, right there's now. a lot of stress. And I think mm -hmm. sometimes back to the earlier point, just talking about it and like you listening in for 20 minutes to that huddle, mm -hmm. you know, maybe it's the career huddle that, that I like yeah. that. Name. Yeah, um, I like it. I like it. Yeah. And, and just knowing that other people are struggling too, sometimes, uh, you know, and, yeah. and, and watching them still, it's that grit thing, watching people still not giving up, but they're struggling, but they're moving through it. You yeah. Know? And, and just support, feeling the support of people around you. So very cool. Um, so I wonder, I'm, I'm curious, we're, we're, it sounds like we're getting close to launching around the same time. So by the time people hear this, you may already be up and out there. Um, but uh, I will, I will let you know when, uh, when you're, when this episode's coming out and, uh, you know, cool. And cool. then for any of you who know um, some some of the younger folks who are just getting started in their careers, um, maybe you can point them in the direction. So, you know, get, get so it's launchcareerstrategies.com and and I'll have that in show notes for everybody. Okay. And then I, I I'm hoping to copy you. I um, I have a podcast that I'm hoping to start called Top of the Pile, which oh, will be cool. um, interviewing uh, HR and hiring managers across many industries and talking to them about, you know, what gets a resume to the top of the pile on their desk and Great what, name. what, what stands out, um, in their industry. Uh, so hoping to do across many, you know, multiple industries and sort of focused on that entry level first job or two change kind of point. So very uh, cool. I'll let you know about that too. Well, I'm going to have to have you back on further down the line. <laughs> I love it. I love it for you. That is so cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Yvonne. This is great. Thank you so much. Well, there you have it. I am definitely going to have to have Karen back on to see where this takes her. I hope you got as much out of our conversation as I did. Hey, here's a challenge for you this week. Should you choose to accept it? Think about who you want on your board of directors. I love that idea. Who do you trust that you can reach out to to run an idea by them or simply ask them a burning question? Give them a call. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, before I go, 
next week, we're following this path of talking to people who are in the middle of their midlife reinvention. I'll be talking to a very good friend of mine, Mike Olson. I don't want to tell you too much because I don't want to spoil it, but know that he is one of my favorite people on the planet, and he's in the middle of a radical life change that I think you will find very interesting. I know I do, and I'm so excited to share his story. By the way, did you enjoy this little detour we took today? Please let me know. I'd love to have your feedback. So feel free to send me a message on Instagram or on Facebook. And seriously, having your feedback really helps me to make sure I'm telling the kinds of stories you want to hear. If you enjoyed this, please leave a rating and a review. Reviews are key in helping to spread the word about this podcast so it can reach the right people. I hope you have a fantastic week. Stay safe and well. Talk soon.